0: Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. Glad to hear that. So in this talk, I I had another one of those aha moments for myself where I'm just sitting here saying things and and letting my mouth just speak. And I hear these things that I'm saying and I've come to realizations in my own life and have aha moments. And uh, yeah, so that happened again and we're going to... I'm going to be doing a lot more guest talks in the in the coming days but i've been using these these last few solo talks as a you know therapy for myself i guess you could say you know these are these are helping me these talks are literally helping me work through problems that i've had and i uh, no longer want to have in my life so i appreciate you guys allowing me to use this vessel to do just that so, yeah, that's what the content is about. Pretty much is uh, about people who let one little small part of their lives uh, orchestrate how everything else in their life plays out. So, not going to give you any spoilers for that. But I will ask you if you will please subscribe to the Kelsey Hudgens YouTube channel please leave reviews on itunes please leave reviews on the podcast app please leave reviews on podomatic and also itunes go to facebook mi stuff uh, i don't know if it's podcast i think it's just mi stuff maybe podcast please go like the facebook page so you can see when i share things and uh, share all these videos and whatnot talks randomness get involved in that if you want to be part of the discord channel get up with me i'll send you a link to the discord channel send me an email to uh what was it misnerds at gmail.com misnerds at gmail.com send me an email to that send me a message on facebook to the my stuff podcast in my stuff um anything else anything else Oh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. I haven't shared any of that yet. Patreon is basically, uh, if you guys are are happy with the content that we're putting out, you can submit, you can uh, commit, not submit, commit to a certain amount of monthly dollars that you would want to commit to the podcast if that's your thing. And I haven't really shared that a lot because I felt sort of bummy uh, with the GoFundMe stuff, when I, when I kept asking uh, for dollars on GoFundMe, I sort of felt like a bum, you know, begging for money, and I didn't like the way that felt. But if you are indeed happy with the content and you feel like you want to help out a little bit, Patreon is the way to do that. I'll drop a link to the Patreon in, in the description for this episode if you're interested in that. Check it out. And hmm, watch, watch Netflix. Watch The Haunting of Hill House. It's pretty good. I there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I've neglected on Netflix because I'm trying to catch up on Cheers. But I got through season five of Cheers and watched a couple episodes of season six and paused it to to check out this this show, which I really dig. So yeah. That's it. I think that's all I got for you. Hmm. Yep. So come see cornbread at the pit tomorrow night, Thursday night. 8 to 12, Friday night, Neil and Pam's, 8 to 12, Saturday night, we're going to be in Somerville, South Carolina. Pork chop. Chip Harrelson's going to be playing bass with us. That's a 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock gig. And, Sunday, we have the tribute to the band at the pit. And we're also doing a 3 to 5 at Bubba's for the Hurricane Florence. Anyway, without further ado, episode number 71 of My Stuff. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Alright, so I just got done having dinner with my, my folks, my, my parents came down and two of my sisters and one of my brother-in-laws came to, we went to get some grubs and they, they went to go spend some dollars at the mall and I opted to come back here and talk to you guys or talk to myself. Me and my stepmom had this conversation. About she she was watching my birthday episode and she was like, I just laughed so hard. You, you, you're asking questions and then you're answering them and then you're realizing you're answering them for yourself and then you're saying that you realized you answered them and that was just so funny. And I told her, I was like, you know, crazy people who talk to themselves are institutionalized, unless you video it and record it, then it's okay, right? So I can just record myself talking to myself, and it's 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 fine then. So anyway, in not talking to me, but to you guys, I noticed another uh, something else, and I told them what I was going to talk about today, and we, we sort of bounced it around a little bit at the table, or I, I did. And um, the thing that I really want to talk about is is a conversation that was started last night at Trivia. Me and Mr. Bill, um, you guys, you guys aren't, uh, for those of you who are not familiar, uh, I don't see how there's anybody, anybody who listens to the podcast who would not know this, but I love trivia. I love to play trivia and, um, it's just something I love to do and I always have. And, uh, the trivia team that I play with, uh, Oh, well, you guys should know that because I released an episode of the trivia. Okay, I forgot I did that. So you guys should be caught up on the whole trivia madness. If you uh, And if you didn't listen to that bonus content of us playing trivia, you should go back and listen to that just to see what that's like. But anyway, last night me and Mr. Bill were talking before Patrick got the trivia, and uh, he was telling me a story about um, he, was, he was hanging out with a with some, with, I think maybe a a couple of vegans and he was making a joke that if you cook the meat really, really, really well done, it's not red meat anymore. It's brown meat. So they should be able to eat that. And he said that it, it, obviously he said it jokingly, but, uh, he said that these people were just totally ripping him a new asshole because he uh because he just said that and they were and and he's like you know I'm just calm down I'm just joking I'm just you know oh, it's not funny it's not this it's not and then we we began to talk about how sad it is that a lot of humans use one thing about their life they'll take one so, one small part of their life or one small thing one small part of them and who they are and they just completely exploit that and it's it's funny how it's funny how a lot of people do do things like that and i and i was talking to talking to my folks about it at at dinner a while ago and i said that it's the same as as church people church people are the same way like a and Growing up in church, you know, you you meet these people who every single time you see them, you know, you bump into them at the grocery store, like, "How's it going? How are you doing?" Oh, the Lord's just blessed me so much. He's done this. He's done that, and he's 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 uh, made life better for me. He's done all these great things, and I'm very happy for these people who uh, I'm very happy for these people who who have found that. In their lives, you know, something that makes them that happy, but to let one single part of your life define everything about it, I think, is a really unhealthy thing. And talking about the the, the vegan thing is what really started this conversation. And I've heard Joe Rogan say a bunch, like uh, everything about these people's life is is about being vegan. Like, and you you see uh, the jokes on. On Facebook all the time are the memes that go around about like I met this guy who uh, a vegan CrossFit and I, (laughs) I learned everything about veganism and CrossFit within the first five minutes of this conversation because that's all they know how to talk about. And like I said, there's nothing wrong in the world with letting one aspect of your life shine through occasionally. But to let it's like when you're a kid, you know, when you're a kid and you first find out about dinosaurs, everybody you talk to, you want to know who their favorite dinosaur is or whatever. And it's, it's, that's a kid thing. When you grow up, it's best to keep, you know, keep, keep a, a, I'm a Libra. It's best to keep the balance in your life. It's best to not put all your weight on one side of the scale. And, I'm just amazed at how many people do that, and I, I had one of those aha moments last night uh, in having this conversation with Bill before uh, before trivia started, and I wonder how many people actually do that in their lives and don't know it. And I say that I ask that question because I am one of those people who did that with my life and didn't know it. I would let just like I've and I've and I've, I've mentioned this in the last two or three episodes, I think. So we're going for a hat trick here. I have let the fact that my family, like a lot of my close family members passed away over the holiday season, you know, over, over winter time. And, uh, or let the fact that everyone who lived in the house that I grew up in is no longer with us, except for me. And, I realized that I would let that small fact about myself completely adjust every other every other aspect of my life if you will. And I I just don't know I I just don't know how I allowed myself to do that for so long without Without noticing it, and I guess it's easy for somebody to get caught up in something and to not realize that they're doing a certain thing, or that they, uh, or that they're just basing every other portion of their life around the one thing that they understand. Like I used to have a really bad problem with um, uh, linking everything in my life to the way that I played music, which the way that I play music is um very fr- shooting from the hip, if you will it's it's not a lot of planning that goes into it and it's just like we're gonna get there, we're gonna do this and however it turns out is how it turns out And thankfully uh, thankfully that usually works out and uh, learning how to play that way is has allowed, me and the boys and everybody else to get to a certain status of musicianship, I think. And I'm very happy about that, but I would do every aspect of my life like that, you know, like just show up and we'll figure it out when we get there. And that doesn't really work because I'm not as good at everything else in my life as I am at music. I'm not near as good at anything else in my life I don't think as I am at music and to use that sort of uh to use that sort of an approach on like finances is not a very smart thing it's it's for instance in playing music I would just somebody would request a song and I'll be like you know what I've never tried this before but let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do it why not we'll see what happens at the end And, uh, in to link that into finances, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'll make more money. I can just spend, I have this much money so I can spend this much money. And that's, that's sort of the, sort of the, and, and I guess that's not such a good analogy, but that's sort of the same vein that I'm getting at. Let me take some of this out. There you go. That's sort of the same vein. And, uh, it's very funny. That people are totally un, like unbeknownst to themselves, molding their entire life around one branch of their tree. Think of everything in your life, everything that you do in your life, and everything that you consistently do as a as or, or you you are a tree, and the things that you do in your life are branches that grow from this tree. Visualize this, and To put everything, all of your eggs in one basket, for lack of a better term, is literally like living on one branch of your tree. Now, this could work. It could be a very strong branch that will never break. But just in case it isn't a very strong branch and it breaks, you're screwed. Because you've lived your entire life on this one branch and you've neglected the rest of the tree and that can't be good right and and uh that that just that, that doesn't sound safe to me so in talking about vegans who every single time you bring up a conversation with someone who practices uh, or, or is a vegan 9 times out of 10 that's going to make an appearance in the conversation and every conversation is is going to be like oh well you can be talking about your favorite movie and this person will be like, Oh my God, I love that movie. That movie reminds me of the first time that I realized that, you know, eating meat was murder (laughs) or whatever, however they work. I don't know how they do it or how they talk or whatever they say, but, but it, 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 it always bring the one thing back or the same thing going back into the, the whole church thing. Like if you, if you're, if you start a conversation and you ask somebody how they're doing and everything that they want to talk about is just how much God's blessed them and everything. I'm very happy that, that, that God has blessed them, by the way. I'm not taking anything away from them. But to put everything in that, through that filter, like everything that you're going to say or everything that you're going to think has to run through that filter before it leaves your mouth, I just don't think it's a very safe thing to do. And anywho... Uh, Let me take a sip of water here. Made it. We're back. So, anywho. I think that I had done the same thing for a very long time. I feel like I let the one small portion of my life totally run the rest of my life. Like I let, I I just handed over the keys to my life to this one thing that I, I, this one thing about myself that I couldn't unsee. And I know that there are a lot more people out there that do the same thing who don't realize it. So I guess this talk is for, is, is, is for you. If there are certain things that have, that have happened throughout my life that I'm not happy about. And I have, I've struggled mentally with these things, mostly over the winter time for a very long time. And Anybody who's close to me knows that over the winter time, I'm not the same person. I, I literally change, I change into another person and That is, that's been going on for a very long time. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to chalk that up to the fact that everything that I, everything that I think in my life and everything that, everything that I struggled with and everything that I've tried to, you know, sweep under the rug for the most part that always ends up coming out I would basically, you know, be living in this picture, picture this, this mansion, this beautiful house. I'm living in this beautiful house and everything is spotless and I'm laying in bed, but I can't sleep because all I can think about is all of the trash and all the, the junk that I've swept under the rugs. And I feel like keeping my mind on just the garbage and just the, the shit basically, and just the horrible parts of the, the horrible parts of my life that I tried to forget or just didn't want to, you know, didn't want to remember, I guess I've, uh, just sort of neglected the rest of this mansion that I've been blessed enough to live in, you know, like, like pretty much, uh, calling my considering my life is, is like this mansion, like it's not going bad like things are actually going pretty well and to just let this one little part of my of my life that i have a negative emotion towards or a negative mentality or mindset towards to just completely run that entire portion of or to to completely run the rest of my life i guess you would say is is just foolish and I see that now and I'm saying all these things for somebody who may not see that now who may struggle with something and maybe it's a huge problem maybe it's something you know much bigger than the the things that I've given an example of in my own life and I understand that I understand how that can be really hard to cope with things that that you struggle with in your own life. I, I, cause I, I struggle a lot myself. I understand how difficult that is, but to, oh, there's an eyelash, but to get, to get so bogged down into a negative world because of this small little, uh, just like, like if you cook an omelet, and you throw the eggshells egg in the trash can like you you you, you three eggshells and everything else you throw in the trash can does not put off any odor at all that those three tiny eggshells if you don't take your trash out is going to create the worst smell in the world in your house and that's exactly how this negativity works it's nothing it's the smallest tiniest little most minuscule problem That every year gets smaller and smaller and smaller, but the more you leave it there and the more you fixate on it and the more you think about it, the worse it's going to get. The only way to really get rid of that, the only way to get, I guess, get out of that funk is to literally take out that trash for lack of a better term, to just get rid of those things and not necessarily, I guess that's not the greatest analogy that I could have used, but it's still a a way to, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Visualize this, this thing that I'm trying to say, I guess, and, It's not so easy when it's something that you can't get rid of. Like, for instance, I'll go back to to the thing that I actually know, which is my personal problem. Knowing that I I don't have these family members that I love and miss in my life, not knowing or knowing that they're not there for me to actually physically see anymore, speak to, or connect with, that is never going to change. So, that is not something that I can necessarily take out. But what I can take out is the fact that I feel negatively about this. And as I stated in the last episode, uh, or maybe the one before that, um, it's, it's really easy... Once you decide, okay, well, these people aren't with me anymore physically, but that means that they are actually more so now with me spiritually, which I think is much more important than, than physically. I think it's much more important, important to be able to have a spiritual connection with someone than a physical connection with someone or or even be able to physically see someone. I think it is more important to physically or spiritually be with someone than to physically be with someone. Which honestly probably has a lot to do with the uh, a lot to do with um, or I said that backwards. Probably me not going home a lot or not spending a whole lot of time with my family is probably because I feel that my spiritual connection with them is more powerful and more important than my physical connection with them or my me actually being physically near them because I know that that we're not actually physically together all the time but they're always with me and they're always on my mind and they're always part of my conscience and they're there I just feel that spiritual connection more so than I or or, or uh I feel that very strongly and I also I, I also feel that with a lot of the negative things as well. And I am just getting to the point to where I'm realizing that I'm wasting my time by focusing on these negative portions of, of life, I guess, or negative portions of my life, or things where I just want an excuse to feel sorry for myself. And no, no good comes from that no good really comes from sitting around and pitying yourself. I mean, sure, if maybe you've been run over all your life and maybe you maybe you haven't realized it and maybe everybody just takes advantage of you and you realize it one day and you get all embarrassed about it and you lay around and you just feel sorry for yourself for a little while. I could see that cuz I actually did that once and I felt sorry for myself for a little while, but I realized that I was starting to feel sorry for myself. So I got myself out of that slump and, you know, tried to try to move on to other things like writing and whatnot and, and, and just certain things to get, get negative negativity off of my chest and off of my shoulders. And I think that that's a pretty safe thing to do. But, uh, it's it's not good to dwell on these things, and I and I guess I, I sort of started this off, and this talk sort of had a had a mind of its own, I guess, and I sort of figured that because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to talk about, and I was thinking about this last night, and that conversation sparked with Mister Bill, and we started talking about the vegans and how everything in their life is all about veganism, and then I I you know came back to him with with the church thing and like. And 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 I say the church thing to, and I, I mean to. I don't mean to uh, piss anybody off with with that analogy because I'm a Christian as well, and I, I do pray and I love God. But ninety percent of the people who are around me will vouch for the fact that that's not part of my conversation. Usually, I usually if if somebody has a if if I have a conversation with God or the Bible about somebody. It's nine times out of ten because they have prompted me with that question, or, uh, or someone asks me why, or, or if somebody gives goes on a deep dive into how I ended up quitting alcohol and how I ended up quitting uh, cocaine and or or just drugs in general, or just any 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 of those any of those conversations will usually lead with you know well well I had some help. And I have no problem in the world talking about that and, and, and sharing those things, but it's not something that I bring up every conversation like a lot of those, like a lot of people do. And honestly, I feel like that's one of the things that sort of keeps people from wanting to be a Christian, I think, because if someone is not a Christian and every time they talk to this one person, all they talk about is God. I just don't, I don't see that bring in that person closer. And I I say that because that wouldn't bring me closer. It would sort of run me away. Like if, if all I hear all the time is this one thing, that'll just probably run me away. And I assume, I guess, just like most other people in the world do, that everybody else thinks the same way that I do. So And I guess that's my fault for just thinking that more people think like I do, but in case there are more people who think like I do, I would rather try to fish for the people, uh, in a way that make it their idea. You know, like, don't, don't, don't sit there and shove this idea, ideal, uh, your ideals and your, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the things that you you find or the things that you're passionate about in your life, it, they're not important to everybody else like they are you. So understanding that is is one huge step. The second huge step is not allow, not letting that seep out of your pores. It's It's hard to keep something that you're so passionate about inside. I understand that. But If your M.O. is to change people's mind and to, you know, make the world around you better suited for you, I guess, is, is, uh, and I say you, I guess I'm just talking to me. If I really want to make the world better suited for me, I guess the best way to do that would be. Be Just let it let it do its thing and because we're not going to ever suit the world to ourselves. Here am I having another one of these realizations again. This is fun. See, I always try to make the world a more comfortable place for me to live in. And that's literally just driven me into my own house where I don't leave and I don't really communicate with people. And I don't really do anything other than the podcast and watch Netflix and... I'm not and I'm fine with that. I I really enjoy spending a lot of uh, I really enjoy spending time by myself. I love alone time. I actually prefer it and uh, we had a conversation the other day Adam and Smitty uh when uh, we got we got back from the pilot house we uh I was I was getting back uh, got dropped off in my car and um I was the Smitty was like, "Dude, I don't know how you spend that much time alone, man. Dude, I could never spend that much time alone, like by myself." And Adam was like, "You know what, man? I really enjoy my alone time." And I was like, "Bullshit, man! You sit by yourself for like ten minutes, and you got to be Facetiming somebody or calling somebody. He, he cannot stand to be alone. But I really do. I really do enjoy my alone time. I like being by myself. And it's nothing against anybody." It, uh, you know any and nothing nothing personal i just really i really uh, get very easily agitated with with the world and with people in it and i know that that's not a healthy trait so i guess i just try to stay to where if anything goes wrong with with me here i'm the only one to blame Because I do like to lay blame. I do like to lay blame if something goes wrong. I like to lay blame elsewhere. And try my best always to take the blame off of me. But I realize I struggle with that. So I guess subconsciously I've been trying to get myself over that. Also, I've been trying to get myself over letting these negative thoughts that I have. And these negative things that have happened in my childhood or in my life to ruin every other aspect of my life that's going well. Cause there've been times that there are really good things going on in my life around me. And I just cannot see them because of this one little speck that is on this giant, beautiful canvas there's this one little spot in this painting of my life that I cannot stop looking at. I used to, when I, when I recorded my first album, it was called The Acoustic B Side, and I was so proud of it. I was like 19 years old. I recorded this record, and I was the only one on the album. I played all of the guitar parts, I did all the harmonies. I was very proud of it. And everybody told me how good this album was. Everybody around me told me how much they really enjoyed these songs and this music. But all I could think about was how I screwed up a harmony line or a guitar part in this one song. And that's all I could hear. So I totally neglected five decent songs that I don't even play anymore because there are certain parts of those songs that I've heard in the recording that I just didn't like. So I literally wrote off a decent album worth songs just because of one simple screw-up that I made. And that's not fair to the album. That's not fair to those songs that I put time and effort into. And it's also not fair to myself or the people around me. To just carry that negativity around with me and wear it like a backpack. Like it's just not. That doesn't make for a good experience in my life for myself. Or in anybody else's lives who come in contact with me. I don't see that making for a good experience. And I'm making a conscious effort now in my life to instead of focusing on the negativity and focusing on things that really don't matter, I'm really trying to make this effort to see through all of that and actually get to the meat of what being happy is. And I think that's what it is. Really? I I don't know that there is a such thing. and, And I, Ooh, 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 I just had this great thought. So I think maybe that I thought that happiness was just the absence of sadness, but I don't think that's what it is anymore. I just had this thought. I think that happiness is knowing that the sadness is there and still being okay with it. I really think that might be what the trick is. I don't know if, if you're able to eliminate sadness or if you're able to eliminate pain or negativity or negative thoughts or whatever it may be maybe it's literally just maybe being happy is just knowing that all of those things happen and that negativity is there and it does exist and that pain is real and you have you have these issues but it's still okay knowing all of that And seeing that it's there, just like the depression, uh, analogy that I made with the snake, if there's a snake inside your house and you don't know where it is, it freaks you out. And yes, all you can think about is, oh my God, where is that snake? But if you can see it and you know that it's there, then there, if you know that it's there, then you can, you can look at it and you, and you, and you know where it is, you, you it is something is not as scary when you see it, like, uh, any scary movie that you watch once a monster in a movie has a face to it, it's always been less scary to me for some reason. And I guess, I guess that sadness is nothing but a monster that needs a face, except it's your face. It's the face you wear every day. But it's the same face that happiness wears. Wow, where's all this coming from? It's the same face that your happiness wears. <laughs> it's just I I don't I don't know where this stuff comes from. This is one of the main reasons why I believe that there is something past this layer of consciousness that we're on right now. Because I've never thought those things before, nor have I ever said them. And I don't feel like they came from my consciousness. I don't feel like they came from within me. It seems like that came from somewhere else. The same face that your sadness wears, your happiness also wears. Hmm. I guess it just depends on which one. Well, no, it's just the same one guess it just depends on which one you want to focus on. I guess what I'm saying, and I'm going to wrap this one up because I've already gone a little bit longer than I expected to and and thought I would. But I guess in closing on this one, don't let one portion of your life control every other portion of your life. Don't confine yourself to... Don't confine yourself to that. You're better than that, and you deserve better than that. The people around you are better than that, and they deserve better than that, too. Don't let let a few, just like the, the old analogy that somebody says something negative to you that lasts three or four seconds, and you let that three or four seconds Ruin the other 23 something hours. Smitty's calling me, but they let you ruin. They they let you ruin the other 20 something hours that you have in your life. And X random odd minutes, however, do the math, but don't let that don't. And I, I lost, I lost my train of thought when I got a phone call just now, but, but I guess just don't, don't, don't let the negativity run your life. Try to see through the negativity and try to learn from it. Do the best that you can. And if you get to the point where you think that that negativity is bigger than your ability to handle it, get up with me. Send me a message. All right. Uh so the Netflix show that I'm going to get back to right now is called The Haunting of Hill House and it is a uh, it's pretty scary. I wouldn't say that it's uh like actually I think the storyline is really good. It depends on your your uh, scale of scariness. I'm not sure what you what you think is scary or not. But it's I would give it on my personal scale of actual scariness and jump factor uh one being and what would one be? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, either way, ten, ten being ten being like you you jump several times out of the whole thing. I've been watching the this this show on Netflix probably six, seven episodes already I've watched, and I've jumped once in six or seven episodes so it's not very jumpy but the storyline is really good and I like the characters I like the character development it's uh, it's a fun show to watch but anyway I'm going to get back to watching it I want to thank you guys for listening to me ramble about um, nonsense and have revelations about my own life talking to Nick and Laura last night Nick's going to be on an episode Alicia talked to her the other night at Trivia she's going to be back on an episode soon coming up once I get through this week of, uh, I've got a pretty busy week for the rest of this week, and uh, once I get through this, I'll be be able to get get towards the get on the calendar. So the second half of uh, second half of the month, which is already underway, we're gonna be doing a bit more guest talks than just just me up here rambling talking to myself. But anyway, I do appreciate you guys listening to me talking to myself. All right. That's all I got for you today. Be good people in a world full of bad people, in a world full of people making a choice to be a bad person. Don't be one of those people. Make the choice to be a good person. Recycle your plastics. Haven't said that in a while. Do all of the good things. Do all of the good things. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let you get back to your lives. Love you. Mean it. Peace, bitches.